Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Personality First, Dan Technology. Hi, happy inauguration day. Today is a good day for many, many reasons for me. As a child of an immigrant, it is nice to see that a child of an immigrant can reach the height of being part of making history to become the first vice president in the United States. I can vividly remember when I came to the United States at the age of 11, I left my home, my family, my friends, my community, and then to come to the United States and my mom worked. So we ended up staying in the house by ourselves because she had to work. You know, that was important to make sure that we were safe and have food over our home. But at the time as a young girl, I was so angry and hurt because I left my home with my cousins everywhere, my aunts and uncles and my neighbors. I was never alone. There was plenty of places to run around, the sun was up all the time. You know, I wasn't one of those folks in the Caribbean, in Haiti, that was suffering in terms of lack of food, home and shelter. To come to the United States and sit in an empty house in a brick, because, you know, we moved into New York City and then there were noise, noise, constant noise and squeaking cars and buildings everywhere, no trees, nobody I recognize. And I think I just got really upset and kind of disappointed when people talk about coming to America was the greatest experience ever. But for me, I didn't find it to be so because, you know, I was looking at a bunch of brick. I didn't see trees. I didn't see the ocean. You know, I didn't see friends and family. I couldn't just go next door and hang out with somebody. I had to stay in because, you know, we're in New York City. Safety is important. There were so many bolts, black bolts in the door. I felt like I was just thrown into a cage. And that's at 11, that's how I felt. But as I got older, understanding why my mom and my father decided to bring us here and see the opportunity, you know, I understood better and I forgave them and kept it moving. And then I became an educator and to speak to young people whose lives were horrific wherever they come from or the best wherever they come from, looking forward to come to the United States for an opportunity for an education to support their family back home. And then more I lived here, the more experience I had with people that came from Europe, you know, poor you know, being chased out of their home, whether for religion or whether for politics, whether by gang, or just because they just wanted to leave themselves, to hear how to describe their situation at home. And when they get to the United States, they come poor, you know, and then they worked hard, they got themselves educated and to become millionaires in this country. It's just an amazing story that I, I just adore. I never forget one of my friends, which is a close friend of mine right now. We grew up together. 
when he and his father and mom came, they had one suitcase. You know, they slept at the bench of a bus in New York City until a family member took him in. And then that man worked endlessly. I mean, his wife and the kids worked endlessly. Of course, you know, something was not perfect because when you work so much, you miss a lot of family time. That put a strain on the family relationship. However, the man worked and saved his money, bought one little store, then he bought another store, and then he just kept buying stores. And then after that, he started buying real estate. Within 10 years, the same bench the man was sleeping in, he went and bought that building across the bench. It's only in America you could do something like that. If I'm wrong, somebody let me know where where that country is, where you could come and be poor, sleep at a bench, work within a 10-year period, no help from the government, no loans. You are rich enough to go buy up the building across from the bench. In other countries, there's so much corruption. You will need to know your you. You will need to know somebody in the government for the paperwork. You will need to know somebody in the bank for the paperwork. Your family members who are invested will probably clean you out dry. Or some other shady neighbor will try to chime in to support you, but not necessarily for you to be legally successful. Even going to school in France, for you to get at some of the high school, you have to have somebody to sponsor you. France. And I think it's like that throughout the Europe. So when I say America is a great country, this is what I mean by that. You have the opportunity to recreate yourself for good or for bad. However you wanted to recreate yourself, you can. I think a lot of those people who are rioted and broke down the capital wanted to get at the heart of the people, wanted to get at our heart. But you know how it is with the greatest evil, create a momentum for good where it forces good, silent people to get involved. And that's why I love this message. And I'm going to end on this note. It's no more time for talking other than how are we going to create opportunities for the divisiveness in the divided community to create a whole country. It is time to heal, time to unite, time to create the America that everybody's fighting for, that people are giving their life to come to. They, those people are hurt and afraid and feel fear is something that we need to turn into faith instead. So let's take the fear and turn it into faith. Faith in that the human being, we are by nature created to be loving, caring, and empathetic towards our neighbor. So happy inauguration day. It's time to heal and unite. Let's get it done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today and listening to this episode of Personality First, Then Tech. As a podcast newbie, I am well aware of the many other shows you could have been listening to. Hopefully, what I share with you today will not only resonate with you, but also will help you on this journey as we share these strategies to help others escape their unnecessary agony. 
And if this episode did help you today, then be sure to share it with someone else you know will need it. Our mission will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to build our tribe of educators and even sub-tribe that is built to last. It's hard for me to share over audio, so if this is something your colleagues need, then be sure to look out for an opportunity to get a free PDF of tech integration do's and don'ts, which will be announced in one of our episodes. I want to help you apply these three secrets of technology integration to step into your role as a leader to help me end the endless suffering of classroom educators not feeling comfortable with technology or feeling overwhelmed and lost. Thanks again for running, for tuning in, and I'll see you in the trenches, my friend.